JerryFarney.com podcast. This is episode 14, and I am your host, Jerry Farney. So just a brief update on my uh, my visit to Anesthesiology 2016, which is the annual meeting held by the American Society of Anesthesiologists. It was held this year in Chicago, which... Uh, if you might or might not remember, I love visiting Chicago, so it was great for me. I had a singular mission in going to Anesthesiology 2016, and it was to look at medication use in the OR. Uh, as you know, pharmacy is responsible for all the medications used in the OR, uh, restocking, audit, tracking use, looking for diversion, handling expiration dates, lot recalls, all that good stuff. And it's an area where pharmacy has uh, very little transparency. What goes on in the OR is only what we're told goes on in the OR. So for example, we don't know what medications are used really in the OR unless the anesthesiologist tells us what's used. Uh, we, meaning hospitals, do use things like um, automated dispensing cabinets, and you can uh, audit those, refill those, run reports, but a lot of the time those are inaccurate. The inventories in there are not always the best. It's not that the anesthesiologists are trying to pull one over on you. It's more than likely that uh, they forget or they're in a hurry or something happens at the moment and the workflow doesn't meet their needs and so they, they intend to go back and do it. and Anyway, it's not always easy for them. I spent some time in the OR uh, last year looking at these systems. And all in all, the anesthesiologists are looking for something that simply allows them to continue to use the same workflow that they use now. And I actually think that's what everybody wants to do. Everybody wants to add technology uh, without interfering with their workflow. So not a big surprise there. Some of the feedback I got during my interviews with anesthesiologists were that the current crop of automation and technology interferes with how they do things. You know, they have to pull something out, they have to scan it, they have to label it, uh, they have to account for it, document it. It, it it's, it's quite a headache. So at Anesthesiology 2016, I was looking for uh, new medication use technology. And uh, the big boys were there, you know, Carefusion, actually I guess it would be BD, with uh, Carefusion items in the booth. I guess technically that's all BD now. And of course they had the, uh, the Pixis A stations and um, you know companies like Codonics were there. They were actually, Codonics had their printer system attached to both an Omnicell anesthesia work uh, workstation as well as a Pixis A station. And I got to, to spend a little time in that booth looking at those uh, two systems, which I've already seen in the past. If you've never seen them, they um, they look a lot like a giant uh, mechanics toolbox, uh, for lack of a better term, kind of you know square toolboxes with locked drawers and 
they have things bolted onto them for equipment that's used that the anesthesiologist might need, plus if they have the codonics printer, then it has a codonics printer on it, and so on. One of the uh, one of the newer products that's on the market, and it was just announced uh, a couple of weeks ago, is a product from a company called uh, MEPS. And one of the reasons I went to Anesthesiology 2016 was specifically to get a look at this system, uh, the new MEPS system. Uh, MEPS uses the branding IntelliGuard, which is their entire line um, of RFID-enabled kit tray management system and their RFID-enabled refrigerators. And they have a new product called the IntelliGuard Linked Visibility Inventory System. Uh, or Elvis, L-V-I-S. It's a pretty clever little marketing thing. And basically what it is, it's an anesthesia cart that's RFID enabled. And it has um, obviously RFID enabled entry along with biometrics uh, as well as a keypad for pin entry. It has three drawers on it. And each drawer uh, reads... Uh, when it's opened and then when it's closed, actually when it's closed, it reads. So imagine an anesthesiologist comes up and uh, they badge in to the system or bio, use the bio ID, their thumbprint or fingerprint, or the keypad to enter a pen. And once they're into the system, they use it just like an open drawer. So they open the drawer, they grab some things, they, they, uh, they, they get them out, they put them on top of the system, and they close the drawer, the drawer re-inventories the system and uh, lets you know what's out of the system. Not necessarily what's been used, but what's out. And then if the anesthesiologist changes their mind, they throw the item back in the drawer. As soon as the drawer is closed, it re-inventories and the item is back in. So simply by attrition, you know at the end uh, what items have been used on that case. It's a very passive system uh, as far as the anesthesiologist is concerned. And I, I thought that was pretty good. And I will actually be writing a little bit more about this system. I took some pictures, uh, asked a lot of questions. Uh, it's, it's new. It's brand new. It's going to be at ASHP mid-year. I'll get a chance to see it again there. And I would encourage you to take a look at it as well if this kind of thing interests you. And uh, one other thing that I, uh, I looked at while I was at Anesthesia uh, 2016, actually two things that I thought were kind of interesting. One was the... Uh, Inteleport from BD. I've looked at that several times. I always try to get an update to see where they're at with Inteleport because I really think it's neat. Uh, Non-invasive, passive kind of technology as well. That's the system where it's a uh, it's where you put the syringe. As you screw the syringe into the port, it reads the barcode to uh, record what drug is being used. And then as the anesthesiologist injects the medication, it records the volume. So I just think that's really good. And I always try to get an update from the company. I will tell you that the, the group that was in the BD booth at Anesthesiology 2016 was not nearly as friendly as the group I talked to uh, at mid-year every year. I'm not sure if they were just having a bad day or what, but I didn't get a whole lot of information from them. So as far as I know, no new updates on that product. And the other thing I saw at Anesthesiology 2016 was had nothing to do with the new products, but I thought it was really interesting. Uh, you're all familiar with the poster sessions that are used at these conferences, like ASHP Mid-Year. There's always a poster session where residents and students and, and sometimes practicing pharmacists have posters. These are items where they've done some research, 
that they may not have published yet or they don't intend to publish. And they, they generate posters and they put the posters up and it basically goes through, you know, this is what we studied, you know, this is what we did, this is what we looked at, and this these are the outcomes and and here's the data presented in kind of a graphical way. And these posters are pretty good size. I'm not sure what the official size is on them, but they're pretty big. And to transport them to and from the meetings, usually the residents or students or pharmacists uh, have to roll them up and put these in these giant tubes and carry them on the airplane with them. And I, I always thought it was a giant headache, right? You're transporting these big posters. You have to put them in the overheads. They take up a lot of room, even though they're not, they're not, they don't take up the full volume of the overhead, but they take up space. Uh, anyway, at Anesthesiology 2016, they had these giant Samsung monitors. I'm not sure what they were, but they were, you know, maybe 60-inch monitors. And in the area where the posters were, there must have been 20 or 30 or maybe maybe more of these. And they were digital posters. They were electronic posters. And uh, you could walk up and you read the poster just like you would a normal poster session, but it's electronic. And I thought it was it was very intelligent. You could also go to various workstations and you could pull up the posters that you personally wanted to view and you could view them right there in front of you. And they were also presenting uh, what they're going to be doing in the future, which are interactive posters, which allow you to add video and sound. And I, I thought it was really well done. This is definitely something I think ASH, ASHP could take a cue from and do that moving forward. I would love to see electronic posters. I just think it's one of those things when you look at it, the first time you see it, you think, wow, that's that's a no-brainer. That makes perfect sense, especially in this day and age, uh, the digital age especially. So anyway, that's my quick update from Anesthesiology 2016, which was held in Chicago. Not a whole lot of information to pass on. I will be writing about some of this uh, in the next week or two, especially the the new MEPS Elvis system, which I think is is kind of unique. They still have a little uh, little ways to go on it. Uh, when I talked to them, they said, yeah, this is this is basically you know, pre-beta, you know, this is our first run at it. Uh, it's it's a real product, but this is their first batch. They're getting a lot of feedback, especially from the anesthesiologists. Of course, they had things to say about it. But overall, I think it's a very new concept. I like the idea of the passive kind of workflow. And if you've ever read anything on my website, then you know that I'm a fan of RFID technology for various reasons. I just think it offers some advantages over uh, barcode scanning just as barcode scanning offers some advantages over RFID. And it, there's clearly some niches where, where both uh, are better in their perspective areas. So anyway. All right, guys. Uh, until uh, next time, I will uh, talk to you later. Bye.